The other day, LaMelo Ball made an underhanded full-court scoop pass, and it drew comparisons to Pete Maravich. And it's funny because I was going to do this episode on Pistol Pete this week. That play kind of confirmed it for me, you know, uh, because this guy right here was one of the OG pure hoopers, you know, one of the pioneers of a lot of things that I speak on, that artistry, that creativity, just that supreme confidence in your skill set. But when I watch Pete play, right, when I watch his highlights or however much, you know, I've been studying him for, for years, ever since you, you know, when you're a little kid, you hear about Pete, Pistol Pete. And, um, you know, just seeing who he was as a player, I kind of trip out, you know, and, I, and I, I legitimately asked myself, did this dude time travel? Because this isn't even ahead of his time type shit. This was like, yo, like, who taught you this? It, th these are things that he was doing 40 or 50 years ago with the basketball on the basketball court and just toying with defenders. You know, I'm talking about this in the 70s, right? But before that coming up uh, and uh, you, you look at the guy and you just wonder, like, where did he learn these things from? Right. Watching the footage. Uh, of course, a lot of it is highlights. You can't I can't go back and watch Pistol Pete on a Wednesday night, you know, but the behind the back passes. The handle and transition, the ability to go behind the back with right and left hand, um, you know, the no look passes, the, having the eyes on the back of his head, uh, being able to finish reverse, you know, and, and in orthodox ways, um, off the glass with his left, with his right, you know, through defenses and in the paint, little hooks, baby hooks, right hand, uh, you know, just the touch that he had in terms of, you know, pulling up in transition, swish, nothing but net. You know, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, holy shit, this was 50 years ago, damn near. You know, and uh, this was a guy right here that, you know, like you see the passing ability, you see the ball handling ability, but it's like, yo, who the fuck taught this guy this? You know, it, it's a different type of wizardry, but it's like, you know, you see the Kyries, you see the AIs, you see all these guys that came up, you know, they, they all had someone to look to, right? Pistol Pete was kind of the pioneer, like, doing shit that Jason Williams did in the 90s, 2000s, doing it way, way, way before, you know? And, and it makes you wonder, like, and this is what I always speak on when I say pure hoopers, there are guys that are naturals. There are guys that they had this just innate touch and just innate feel for the game that they developed and enhanced on through reps in their, you know, backyard or back then it was probably at his farm, you know? But this is a guy right here at LSU, highlights aside, no look passes and fancy dimes and all this shit you know, and finishes aside, this was a bucket. This guy was a bucket getter. Uh, you know, he was a guy that put up 44 a game in college before there was a shot clock, before there was a three-point line. That's insane to think about. I don't care what era that is. I don't care, you know, who your competition is. If you put up 44 fucking game, 44 points a game in college without a three-point line, without a shot clock, that is incredible. You know, not only do you need insane skill for that, you need just a Incredible mindset for that, but a conditioning level, right, that is really high. Uh, you know, at 6'5", this was a guy, again, athletes back then were different. They were more conditioned. Not They weren't more conditioned, but their conditioning was their strength, if anything. They could just keep going all day, all day, because they just hooped. That's all it was. They, when you talk about basketball and being a pro basketball player, it was literally just playing basketball all day. You know, and um, this was a guy I see him going end to end. He was not phased one bit by the defense. You know, he was a guy that was in his element at all times. He just had that confidence. He just had that edge over everyone, over every defender. And he, you couldn't stop him from doing what he wanted to do, you know, and you couldn't stop him from putting on a show. These guys right here, the showmans, you know, uh, these are probably, you know, <laughs> some of the most talented players in the history of the game. 
because not only are they playing basketball and trying to win and getting you wins, you know, and putting up points, but they're also putting on a show for the fans, you know, and that right there, there's a brilliance within that. There's a brilliance within Kobe Bryant taking and making tough shots with Kyrie Irving using his handle to toy with defenders, you know, and it goes on and on. Allen Iverson, Steve Francis, all these guys. But I'm just thinking about Pistol Pete. Did this motherfucker time travel? <laughs> right? You know, like, what happened here? You know, who taught him this? How do he see this? I got to maybe go look back and study his childhood coming up and shit as a hooper. But, you know, appreciate this type of guy right here. You know, he was a guy that, and I used to see videos of Red R back in him just going over little drills and shit. But even then, his comfort level with the basketball was insane. You know, this is a guy that I think all kids should go back and study. But take into account, this is a guy that was putting up 30s and 40s in the league without a three-point line. You know, this was a bucket getter. This was a guy who was a pure hooper of the highest degree. You know, but he was doing shit 40 or 50 years ago that we see now. You know, and, and that's insane to think about. It's kind of a trip to think about.